You know our slogan around here is better practice, better life. But we're taking this belief to the next level. And we've recently announced the creation of a new association. It's called the Best Practices Association. Our association celebrates the mindset that is better practice, better life. This mindset celebrates time, healthy living, personal growth, clinical excellence, and impacting the lives of your patients and your team through intentional leadership. In fact, we are the work-life balance experts in dentistry. The BPA will coach independent dental practices like yours to thrive by sharing best practices and operational habits, behaviors, systems, tools, and insight that lead to profitability and sustained growth, and you can still have a life. So if you're a dentist that wants to surround yourself with great thinkers, let us help you create your own version of Better Practice, Better Life. Go to actdental.com forward slash BPA or hit the link in the show notes. Yo, yo, yo. Hey guys, welcome back to another awesome edition of the Best Practices Show podcast. Would you like to greatly improve the outcome of your treatment? Of course you would. Today, I bring on Dr. Christian Coachman, and he illustrates eloquently how the biggest problem exists in our decision-making process during treatment planning and how you can improve your treatment planning through asynchronous communication. It is awesome. You have to listen to this. I know you'll enjoy it. We'll see you soon. Hey guys, welcome back to the Best Practices Show podcast. I love this. You know the jam here. Our job is to find the world's best experts and to bring this information to you to help you create a better practice and a better life. And a regular series that I have is with a great friend of mine, Dr. Christian Coachman. And I think we could do this series for a couple of years because he was here <laughs> at our facility doing his DSD day. And I wrote down so many things. I'm like, I'm going to ask you about that. And today we're going to talk about communication, most specifically asynchronous communication and why it's so important to your treatment planning process and your overall you know, outcome to great mm -hmm. dentistry. Christian, thanks for being on, brother. Appreciate you. Always a pleasure. I'm getting used to it. You know, these Tuesdays with you, Tuesdays with Kirk. That's how my calendar says, Tuesdays with Kirk. <laughs> I love it. I, I got love my, <laughs> I love it. I got my coffee. It's your afternoon there. Every time I look yeah. at you, you're almost yeah. time for a wine glass, but I'm still <laughs> in my sparkling water. <laughs> yeah. And that's another thing. We're going to talk about sparkling water because my whole team is up in arms about the way you described sparkling water. How do you serve water? <laughs> That's a whole other episode. That's but, uh, another episode, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Now, you are just coming back from Miami celebrating your 50th DSD residency. I love it. And we have a lot of young listeners now. Um, can you explain what the DSD residency is? What is it? And what can I expect if I show up? So DSD residency is our trademark, our educational gateway. It's the first and most important course of our series of courses uh it started in 2016 uh, when dsd became fully interdisciplinary fully 3d 
And it's a course that covers the three pillars of DSD, comprehensive treatment planning powered by digital, uh, patient experience, ambience, hospitality, and uh, clinical execution through guided dentistry. So we give a summary, I believe a summary of what means to be ahead of the curve, modern comprehensive care in the next decade. That's the course, three-day course. Uh, I think a course that uh, really uh, set up some standards in dentistry in terms of the experience. Uh, nowadays, it became more common to see courses where you have such a cool experience, but we, I can probably say we kind of pioneered that, you know, back in 2012, 13, 14, where our DSD World Tour really brought uh, a, sh uh, a concert experience, beautiful stage, smoke, lights going around and uh, live patient demonstrations with music, uh, serving drinks during the course to, for people to cheer and celebrate and have a drink as we are doing performance live on stage, uh, doing connections uh, online, live uh, together with on stage presence, um, uh, doing live scans, designs, printing, on stage and, and smile test drives live as well. Uh, interdisciplinary treatment planning sessions powered by 3D technology also live on stage, connect, connecting different teams from different parts of the world, uh, showing different treatment planning strategies through 3D technology. Uh, all of this you know, became our gold standard of modern dentistry education. And it's very cool to see that, uh, oh, and one of the most important, the music, high quality music from A to Z. <laughs> one of the best compliments we get is when people walk in the room. Now it became more common, as I said, but I remember at the beginning, people couldn't believe, you know, 7.30 a.m., doors are open, super cool music. The stage is amazing. Lights are turning around. And people are like, is this the right room? Is this the, a dental course? <laughs> Am I on a dental course? And I used to be on the corner seeing people walk into the room and see their faces like, wow. Uh, even before the course started, uh, people were already engaged and excited. And this became uh, a trademark. Uh, this became a very important characteristics that I think, as we know, modern people, they don't want just a great product or service, they want a great experience and you need to provide education with great experiences. And that's what we believe we do on residency one. Yeah. So you're constantly working on the yes. formula yes. for a yes. great party, which is not yes. only, now let me just say this. It's not just a party. It's excellent yes. education. So give me, give me the, give me the why behind this. Like you yes. never stop. It, it's not like you figured it out and you're like, Oh, we're good. You're still working on it. Yeah, all these all these things are important. So the, the social events, the networking, the party of the course, you know, DSD became very well known for the DSD party. Of course, this is all secondary after the content. You know, if the content is average, all these other things be, become BS, purely BS, right? right. You, you, you need to deliver quality, of course, uh, and and. Uh, you know that dentists are smart people and they want to learn and they want content that is realistic, that is feasible, that is something that they can apply. Uh, but they also want to be entertained. You know, you on stage, imagine on residency three, I'm, I'm speaking for eight hours a day, three days on, in a row. Uh, 
right? So yeah. it's 24 hours speaking. Uh, it doesn't matter how good the content is. If you don't entertain people, you lose people, you know, uh, on the second day afternoon after lunch, you know, people are like, people would be sleeping. And uh, I really, we were, and the whole team works very hard to make an, uh, an experience that is super dynamic and exciting. And uh, I'm very proud to see that people actually don't sleep and they stay awake and they stay the three days and they want more. Uh, it's a challenge. It's a pleasure. It's an honor, uh, but it's a big challenge. You know, you have a hundred people in the room, super smart people, and you need to keep them awake and keep them excited for three days. And, but if the content is good, it gives you the right to explore the extras, right? It gives you the credits to explore the extras and the party became something, something very important, something very big. And we are very proud to say that we are as good throwing parties that we are with the educational content. And we, we have a, uh, you know, after so many years throwing parties and going to very bad parties and going to parties that are good and understanding who knows how to throw a party and who doesn't, uh, going to so many dental parties in dental congresses that are a disaster usually. Um, and and, and we, we decided many years ago, look, if we're gonna throw a party, it needs to be a real party, you know, something. And, and uh, we have participants coming and saying, you know, last time I had so much fun, I was in college. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and that's a common comment. And, and that's, that's beautiful. So you need to understand that um, you need to cover all these factors, but throwing a great party requires specific skills and strategies. Yeah. I'm going to encourage you guys to check it out. I do not know how you do it. I've watched you do it. Eight hours of delivering excellent content. I can do six and then my words start to, you know, start <laughs> to mold together, but uh, it is outstanding. Now, as we go down this path of asynchronous communication, I think it's a good point to really, let's start with the definition of interdisciplinary treatment planning and then we'll go into the why of asynchronous. So can you define, you know, interdisciplinary treatment planning? I think that's a great way to start. So interdisciplinary treatment planning, you know, you can probably in books, you can find definitions of what is interdisciplinary dentistry. What is right. the, the meaning? How, what is the official definition of interdisciplinary dentistry? But I have my own unofficial definition of interdisciplinary dentistry. And that is treatment plans that are built through many brains. Meaning if you have one dentist that is extremely knowledgeable in interdisciplinary dentistry, but is building a plan alone, in my humble opinion, this is not interdisciplinary dentistry, you know? Right. Uh, interdisciplinary dentistry, interdisciplinary treatment planning depends on this brainstorm, this beautiful, beautiful brainstorm of several professionals exploring together the best way to treat that specific uh, patient. Uh, and of course, ideally professionals with different specialties and different backgrounds, even better. So this is the definition. So if you define, if you agree with me that interdisciplinary dentistry or interdisciplinary treatment planning means building plans based on several people building it together, then it brings us to a very simple problem. Uh, 
Right. It means that we need to get together to plan every case, right? Mm -hmm. It means that, you know, a regular practice has 20, I don't know, 20, 25 new patients per month, 30, 35, it depends, it varies. But let's say a normal uh, 20 new patients per month is not, it's, it's, it's normal. It's a normal number. It means right. that you need to have a system that you can treatment plan as a team 20 times a month because every patient deserves it, not only a special patient, but every patient deserves it. So as I always say, you know, one thing is to understand what you need to do. The other thing is to understand a system that allows you to do it every single day for everybody, completely different, right? So we go to courses and we learn a lot about interdisciplinary dentistry, but nobody actually teaches us how to go back to our practice and implement a system that allows us to plan interdisciplinarily every time for every patient every day. Nobody talks about that. What is a system, right? So all the major courses are about the philosophy, the concepts, the know-how that you need to have to plan interdisciplinarily, but nobody talks about the systems that you need to implement to allow you to do it every day, every time for every patient. Right. And most of the ways that people usually use to plan as a team are not feasible. Uh, the conventional ways to sit down and plan as a team, you know, when you see a periodontist, an orthodontist and a restorative dentist, uh, the way that they usually connect and interact, you cannot multiply 20, 25 times a month, you know, for 25 patients. So uh, what I see is that we see a huge number of poor decisions being made in dentistry in the treatment planning phase because we are not leveraging the most powerful thing that we should, and that is collective intelligence. Interdisciplinary dentistry is leveraging collective intelligence. If you don't leverage collective intelligence, you are not planning interdisciplinarily, in my humble opinion. Yeah. So to leverage interdisciplinarily, you need to connect as a team. So the question is, how do you create a system to connect 20, 25, 30 times without going crazy, without working during the nights, without working on the weekends, working less, more efficiently, treatment planning as a team in a feasible way. That's the magic. Okay. You're already stressing me out. So, uh, because, and you said this before we hit the go button, the problem with interdisciplinary treatment planning is not lack of knowledge. It's lack of time. Mm -hmm. And everybody says, it's Christian, when am I going to do this? Like this requires time. I will do a shout out. One of the slides that you have in your DSD day, it's you and Team Atlanta. It's one mm -hmm. of my favorite because mm -hmm. everybody knows who Team Atlanta is. Can you describe why that slide is so important? Because when you said it, I'm like, that makes perfect sense. Why is, tell us what the slide is and tell us why that's important. So I'm trying to bring people, first I'm trying to make people agree with my definition that interdisciplinary treatment planning means decisions as a team, right? Decisions as a team means exploring, leveraging collective intelligence. Then I say, I talk about the fact that smart systems are the ones that we can do, use every day, every time for everybody. If you have a great idea, 
but it's not feasible to do it all the time, that great idea is actually not a great idea, you know? So uh, then we go back to the conventional ways of communication, you know, um, you know, calling people on the phone, trying to talk to the orthodontist about a case, you know, inviting the periodontist for a coffee or lunch to talk about two or three important complex cases. Uh, all these things you cannot replicate for all your new patients all the time, you know? Sometimes people talk about study clubs, you know, but study clubs are created exactly for that. You say, yeah, I love study clubs. I think every dentist should be part of study club. But the problem is that study clubs you meet once every other month and then you go over a few cases. But again, you have 25 new patients per month, you know, in three months you have 75 new patients, you know, and you cannot discuss all of them in your study club. And then comes... The other usual answer, yeah, but my practice, practice, you know, I have all the specialists under the same roof. That's the solution. And then that's when I show the picture with me with Team Atlanta because I had, I was very fortunate as a ceramist, as a dentist ceramist, to always work in house. So not only work in house, but work in interdisciplinary practice. My father's practice was like that. All the specialists under the same roof. Um, Team Atlanta. Uh, one of the, the pioneers on interdisciplinary dentistry, you know, amazing team, such an honor to be there. I was there for five years. And then we have that picture that I'm so proud of, you know, me, Dr. Goldstein, Garber, and Salama, the four of us with an articulator and with models, and we are looking at each other. And it's a very well taken picture that really looks like we are treatment planning. We are discussing a case. It's like a little round table. And, uh, that's when I say, look, look, this is a beautiful picture, but this is not a realistic picture because it took us several months to be able to have everybody available for five minutes to take that picture, not even five, three minutes. And uh, we were struggling to take that one picture, just one. And, and the marketeer of the, the, the practice was like desperate. Say, I need a picture for the website. I need to promote the team. You guys need to stop and do this picture, right? And, and, and the fact is that you know, whenever I have five minutes free, the other professional doesn't have the same five minutes free at the same time. So that's the reason why having all the specialists under the same roof is not the solution to develop team communication, interdisciplinary communication. So you, we, need, we, we need another formula. We need another system. And that's when we bring the discussion into visual asynchronous communication. For me, the solution for modern interdisciplinary dentistry only happens, only happens if the practice has a system for visual asynchronous communication. If you don't have a system for daily visual, visual asynchronous communication, every day, every moment working for you, in my humble opinion, you are not doing interdisciplinary dentistry for every patient. I love it. Now, I have my own definition of that. I want you to define asynchronous communication. What does define that for us from your perspective? Asynchronous communication means communicating as a team without being available at the same time, neither at the same place. So you communicate as a team, but you don't have to be in the same place, neither available at the same time, and the communication is still flowing at high quality. 
Now, the high quality depends on visual communication. So that's why I call it visual and asynchronous. You need both. Okay, but let's talk how. Christian, you're presenting the impossible. Okay. <laughs> so how, how do you make this work? And it's actually not that difficult. You know, everybody's already exploring asynchronous communication daily. We just need to be conscious about it and implement an official protocol for daily work in our practice with it. So every time you're communicating with friends on a chat group, you're doing asynchronous communication. Any kind of chat group is asynchronous communication. Any kind of social media is asynchronous communication. And that's why it's so big because you can express an idea, post an idea, write down an idea. If it's an open social media or a closed group, it doesn't matter. You have dozens or hundreds or thousands of people there that are looking at your question or at your comment. And they will interact with your comment whenever they are available. Yeah. So you post your concern, your question, your statement in a few seconds. You can post it. And if you use images to explain your thinking process, then you're making visual asynchronous. So if you take a picture of something and you say, look, what do you guys think about this? You know, and then you take that picture and you draw with your finger and you put an arrow and you circle the area that you want to highlight, you know, and then you write a text and you post to your community, to your group, you're doing visual asynchronous. You do that in a few seconds, you go take care of, of your day and your message is up to the clouds and inside the pockets of everybody that is connected to you through that group. And in a few seconds, few minutes, few hours, few days, people will interact, answer, comment, give feedback, add value to your comment whenever they are available. That's right. asynchronous communication. And if they learn not only to answer, but they learn how to use visuals as well, pictures and videos and print screens and whatever type of images that may help them express themselves to add value to your question or to your comment. That's the gold standard of visual asynchronous communication. Now, yeah. when I say this, everybody's like, oh, okay, I, this is obvious. I, you know, everybody's doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, but the key, the key is that nobody is doing it in a professional way, in an official way, in a pragmatic way, in a routine way in a way that every treatment plan follows the same process of visual asynchronous communication. People are using asynchronous visual communication casually. Serious companies, serious systems don't rely on casual things. They rely on professional, official, mandatory, replicable, routine steps. And that's what we need to do. That's the magic. That's what we need to do in our practices. Yeah. And I want to go down that path of what that looks like. Let's start with the basics. Um, you know, one of my favorite things that you did during the course is you actually took a, f a picture of a face and then you just used a slider and the face disappeared over the 3D image and you rotated the image uh -huh. and uh -huh. you did it on a phone. 
When you can do it at a soccer game, one of your children's yeah. soccer games, you can rotate the, yeah, yeah, the head yeah. and the neck and make the face disappear and put notes on it where the person at the lab could see it. So I wanted to give our listeners a little uh-huh. glimpse. Like, it's pretty cool. But let's start mm-hmm. with the basics. You hold this up and you say, yeah. we've, got, we've got this in our pockets. How yeah. has this revolutionized so this it's is something chemistry. that I, I yeah I I always say that you know there's so many cool sophisticated technologies that appeared in dentistry on the last two decades uh, even more in the last decade you know from digital X-rays digital anesthesia scanners intraoral lab scanners milling printing machines CBCTs jaw tracking devices digital occlusion uh, sensors. Um, and you name it, you know, the amount of AI X-ray interpretation and the list goes on, right? Amazing technologies that appeared in dentistry on the last decade that completely, you know, that, that is changing the way we do things in such a beautiful way. And I usually say, even though you have all these unbelievable technologies, for me, the number one, most powerful piece of technology that appeared in dentistry the last decade is called smartphone. The smartphone is the best dental technology around that people are not leveraging. Why? Because we are not focused on communication systems. We are focused on sophisticated tools fragmented tools and we are not connecting the dots and the dots are connected through communication the most simple thing before you buy any technology you know you should leverage you should leverage your smartphone you should make it official you should make it a professional usage of the iphone you know uh not a casual uh you should leverage because the iphone opens the door of collective intelligence in an asynchronous way. Again, if you can meet every day with all your mentors and discuss all your cases with your mentors, you're done, you don't need it, but you cannot. So how do you connect yourself to people that can help you make better decisions? Since, in my opinion, making poor treatment planning decisions is the number one by far biggest problem in dentistry, by far. The number one biggest problem in dentistry, the biggest challenge in dentistry is improving decision-making on the treatment planning phase. This is the most difficult part of dentistry. This is where I see the most mistakes, the biggest mistakes. And the quality of the outcome is only as good as the quality of the plan. So the focus should be on the planning. And we are biased towards execution. This is another topic that we can discuss, but and how do you how do you improve decision making there's there's a, a, a tough way and there's an easy way the tough way to improve decision making is to become more knowledgeable by yourself yourself and this happens year after year this is a long-term journey that every dentist should go through we invest on ourselves and year after year we become more knowledgeable and because we are more knowledgeable we make better decisions alone but this is a long-term improvement. Now, what, how do you improve decision-making tomorrow, early morning, 8 a.m., collective intelligence? Tomorrow, collective intelligence will make you make a better decision. 
leveraging the people around you. How do you do this? How do you leverage collective intelligence? Asynchronous communication. Asynchronous communication, how do you make it happen? There's only one way, the phone. You leverage your phone. Again, not in a casual way, but in an official way. As I say to dentists, transform your phone in your third eye. Transform your phone in the third eye of your specialist. Transform your phone in the third eye of your technician. Every time you're doing something or thinking about something or you're about to make a decision and you think to yourself, oh my God, I wish my orthodontist was here with me. Yes, he can be there. Through what? Through your phone. Not synchronously. Don't call them because they're not going to be available. Don't try to speak on the phone even if they answer because it's a bad way to communicate. Take your phone and express yourself to the phone. Film. Take pictures. Print screens. Translate your question. Translate your doubt. Translate your challenge. Translate option A, B, and C, you know, in images. And then explain with simple words. Write down and share that image into the cloud, into the pocket of everybody that can help you. So, every, for example, every restorative dentist dreams with the possibility of having an in-house technician, right? This is the dream of every, a high-end technician, a high-end ceramist, you know. Every other day I have dentists coming to me and say, Christian, find me a great technician. I need a great ceramist, you know, I, and I, I need it in my, you know, I'm growing and I have some volume. What do you think? Do I have enough volume to hire? It's expensive to have an in-house lab and it's expensive to have a very great ceramist. And then you need to match the relationship and you need to like each other and you need to be under the same roof. It's not easy, right? So how do you solve the problem? Transform their eyes or your phone into the third eye of your technician routinely and start recording everything and sharing with your technician what you want, what you don't want, what is good, what is working, what is not working. Every try-in, every try-in. You record the try-in. If it's looking good, you record because your technician will be super happy to see that it worked out well. If it's not working good, you're going to see what is not working good on the video, on the pictures, 100 times better than through words. The same thing with your orthodontist. You know, it's, it's like creating an appointment where everybody's over your shoulder. And it's asynchronous because you're speaking to the phone, but not on FaceTime. Don't go on FaceTime. FaceTime right. is synchronously. You're recording a little story. You're giving mini lectures. You're making questions and you're documenting the key steps and sharing this on these groups that the information will spread and the answers will come. And every case becomes an amazing learning experience through this. So for me, before investing on any fancy technology, leverage your phone to allow you to implement a professional, systematic, collaborative communication system, a synchronous and visual communication through your phone. Okay. I love it. 
Let's get specific. You're not talking about FaceTime. You're not talking about creating a group text and just texting. So let's take it. Let's take a scenario. I'm a dentist. I have a patient that comes in today. How would I do what you just said? So first step, you need to build your dream team, right? You need to build a team. So you need to not only select the people, but you need to onboard them on the process. They need to, they need to agree that we are making poor decisions alone today, that we can make better decisions together, that collective intelligence is the best way to go, way before artificial intelligence and sophisticated uh, solutions, we need to leverage collective intelligence, right? That's the concept of a study club, that's the concept of uh, morning huddles, collective intelligence, but we don't have the time to do it synchronously every day, so you need to create an asynchronous system. So you need to explain this to your periodontist, to your orthodontist, and to your lab. If you're a restorative dentist, and usually the restorative dentist, or many times the restorative dentist is playing the, 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 this central role, right, of a quarterback on this process, but it can be the orthodontist or the periodontist. Somebody needs to be the, the one leading the process. So then you need to talk to the specialist and the lab, explain this, and they need to say, yes, that's it. I agree, right? So that's the first step. Now you have the specialist and the team, the technician. Now you have to tell your tech second step. Now the second step is empowering your lab. Why? Because I said visual asynchronous. So it needs to be visual. Your lab is going to play a key role generating the visuals because they have the software, not the dentist. So every idea, every design, you know, the diagnostic digital wax up, the functional design, the facial analysis, the lines on the software, uh, the ortho simulation, the peri simulation, implant simulation, restorative simulation, the digital articulator. These are the, the, the images that will help you make visually guided decisions or will allow you to to test your ideas right so the lab needs to be transformed into a content generator the lab needs to be brought into the treatment planning moment way before the treatment starts and you need to tell your lab say look you, you're going to play a new role for me not only are you gonna design the restorations at the end and manufacture whatever, you're gonna be a key player on our interdisciplinary treatment planning team. You're gonna play a key role on our visual asynchronous communication system. You're gonna be, I'm gonna add you to my group, my chat group, right? And every new patient that comes in, my assistant will put the initial information of the patient. I'm gonna give the highlights and we'll throw the first questions. My periodontist, orthodontist will jump in whenever they have their free time. And then I'm gonna start asking you to do specific designs and image. You need to create these images and throw these images back into the chat group because then we will start visual synchronous communication. So step number two, after finding your specialists and explaining to them what is visual synchronous communication, why this is the future, then you need to onboard your lab and empower your lab and transform your lab into a content generator. That's uh, uh, step number two. Love it. Step number three is to decide what chat 
platform you're going to use, right? If it's uh, iMessage, if it's uh, WhatsApp, if it's Telegram, if it's a uh, specific, uh, for example, we, our lab, we have our own specific platform. There's a uh, rocket chat. There's many protected, you know, HIPAA compliant, whatever platforms that you can use right. and create your own chat group, invite the specialists, invite the lab. So that is number three, define the platform that you want to communicate as a team. WhatsApp, even though it's not a specific for dental, uh, you can debate the HIPAA compliance, etc. is by far the best one. <laughs> is yeah. by far the best one still. So that, uh, but there's many others and, and you need to choose which one. Again, not casual, official, professional, and you need to then write down exactly how the system will work. First appointment, patient goes away, who's gonna gather the information, who's gonna upload the information, who's gonna make the introduction, who's gonna be on top of the specialist to get the feedback, what are you gonna tell your, your lab? You need to create automated processes, otherwise you're gonna go crazy. You know, you need to simplify things. You know, if it's a, just an uppercase, upper and lower case, if it's a restorative case or the restorative case. So you, you generate certain scenarios that your lab already knows exactly what type of images that you need. So it's automatic, you, know, you don't need to ask, you don't need to be on the phone explaining. You upload, you share the case, you know, the lab sends back the images, you see it, you evaluate, you generate your comments asynchronously. Perio Orto starts to jump in whenever they can asynchronously and it starts to flow. And in a few days, in a few days, you're gonna have unbelievable quality communication, visually guided, and your treatment plan decisions will jump to a completely different level, completely different level with something as simple as that. Yeah. A chat group, leveraging your phone, empowering your lab. Yeah, and I've seen so many specialists do this very, very well. Think about the old days where you would write up a treatment plan. You would write up with photos and drag them and drop them and put them into a nice report. And then you would send it off to the other dentist. Yeah. You needed to take a look at that. And now what we're doing or what you're suggesting is real-time communication. Yeah. It's hard enough to write yeah. what you see, but now you can point. And I've even watched mm -hmm. clinicians say, you know, they'll hold up the phone and go, hey, I got Nancy in my office. Say hi, Nancy. So they'll take a quick video uh, and it's so in the moment, you know, um, clear mm -hmm. and it reduces so much effort and time further down the line. What yeah. uh, now you bringing all this together. So yeah. Christian, I, I know I have to be respectful of your time because I can keep you for a whole nother hour. No, in this no, one. No. So as you start to put this together, um, you know, I want you to talk about how you have to bring all of these softwares together into one type of format, whatever you decide to do. The challenge with asynchronous communication can be complexity. You can start using all of these different tools and then trying to bring them together. How do I fix that? Cause I've got my scanner over here. I got my CBCT. I've got a different software. Yeah. Well, how do I bring that together? So you start the process with, uh, uh, with the systems that will generate data, right? So this is the dentist with the scanner, with the camera, uh, with the iPhone, with the CBCT, with the X-ray. So you have different equipments and you're collecting this data on this first appointment. 
So there is a little bit of work there with your assistant, right? After the patient leaves, gathering this information and organizing this information. Um, you know, companies are starting to work to try to simplify that, right? Uh, but still today we have different equipments. You, you, you have to use them. Uh, simple cases, you need an, a phone and a scanner. With that, you're done, right? Digital x-rays on top of that, panoramic, uh, CBCT if needed. You use the phone also for the videos. Some doctors have a facial scanner. Some doctors have a draw tracking device. Um, some equipments are now doing uh, face scan, jaw tracking, and combining everything. But anyway, you have that data collection. Then you need to just grab this information, these pieces, these fragments, and just share with your lab. Then it's not up to the dentist anymore. Mm -hmm. This is the job for the lab to organize this information and create what we call the digital patient, the avatar of the patient, right? Overlapping this information. Technology is evolving, facilitating, automated, AI-powered, overlapping, uh, but still there's some labor there on the lab side to connect these pieces and create one 3D skull, right? The whole patient's face in 3D. So the CBCT, the facial images, the intraoral scanner, the digital articulator, everything becomes one. Now, most of the work is, is, is the work for the lab, right? The dentist needs to collect the data and share. That's why you need a lab that understands that because the lab now will take this information and following the protocol that you dentist develop with your lab, you're gonna say, when I send you a new patient, I want to get back this and this and this and this image in this and this and this and this angle. This is the protocol, every time, every patient the same. It doesn't matter if it's restorative, ortho, ortho, restorative, perio, perio, surgery, surgery, implants, implant crown lengthening, opening the bite, or it doesn't matter. Standardized protocols, systematic solutions, repeat, 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 always the same. So you collect the same data, your assistant will organize this data, share this data, and uh, the lab will create this virtual patient and will generate the protocols and share back the images for you dentist to start the collective intelligence brainstorm treatment planning right then you start the the diagnostic wax up the digital wax up so that's classic since ever you know you send the models and the lab will do the wax up now it's all 3d but it's still a diagnostic digital wax up so the lab will create that wax up that will generate another layer of great information so you need to determine with your lab what is the visual protocol that you want every time your lab does an aesthetic functional diagnostic design you know the digital wax up what type of images do you want you know frontal 45 degrees profile in the face without the face occlusal with 50 percent transparency on the wax up so you develop a protocol that your lab designer, your CAD designer in the lab already knows. It doesn't matter if the lab has 200 technicians working, everybody does the same. The case comes, mount the case, design the case, do the print screens and video screen recordings, share back in the chat group with the dentist doctor. This is the diagnostic design. First, do you like it? Do you approve it? Do you want us to change it? What type of changes do you want? 
Then, you know, the doctor generates the request, change here, change there, you change, approve. As soon as you approve, you have the images to start treatment planning. Then your lab needs to understand if they have the, I would say the lab, digital lab level two, the expert level. That means beyond this point is the lab becoming a treatment planning center, meaning the lab now having ortho software, uh, ortho simulation, parasimulation, implant simulation, restorative surgery, etc., where the lab can then start to simulate treatments based on the brainstorm of the doctors and the diagnostic design, generating another layer of images, right? The ortho, that's the third layer of images, you know, the ortho simulation based on the diagnostic design, the crown lengthening simulation based on the diagnostic design, the orthognatic simulation, the SFOT simulation, the opening the bite simulation, the restorative simulation, the implant simulation, whatever comes into the discussion, the lab will translate the ideas into simulations, generate images, share back in the group. So now you have periodontist, orthodontist, restorative dentist, looking at their idea, translated in 3D images and say, oops, I thought my idea was good, but maybe we should change. It's not that good, you know? And the discussion becomes um, amazing, asynchronous, visual and asynchronous because otherwise you cannot do this 25 30 times a month for every single patient new patient that you have yeah christian if i'm a dentist listening i'm overwhelmed like i'm like i love this and i'm going to encourage you to check out dsd day or the dsd residency we'll get that in just a second i want you to talk about that christian but uh as we wrap up asynchronous communication you and i are going to cover a lot of topics but put a bow on this one any last thoughts you have on asynchronous communication? It's in our hands. As you listen, it may feel overwhelming, but in reality, to start taking advantage of it, it's pretty easy. The, the thing is that we don't have the habit of separating some time every week to look at the things that we are doing and understand how we can make these things more systematic, creating protocols, writing them down, you know, creating your gold standard of communication. What is your gold standard of communication? Because that's the shortcut to improve your dentistry. Before doing any course, that's my recommendation, before doing any other course, before buying any other technology, before investing on any other solution, before remodeling your practice, before anything, separate time and write down a systematic way to improve team communication. How can you improve the communication among you, your specialists, and your lab? Because the amount of time that we waste, the amount of mistakes that we do, the amount of money that we waste because of poor communication and poor decisions is huge. And a little bit of energy on creating communication systems will generate huge improvements. And you're going to save time, you're going to save money, you're going to increase the quality of your treatments, outcomes. You're going to work with a little bit less stress. Communication is the key. And we think that because we are humans, we know how to communicate. <laughs> we, are, we communicate poorly 
every single time. You know, I, I heard once somebody says that two thirds of the conflicts in human history could be avoided with better communication. Mm-hmm. It means that two thirds of every soldier that died in a war could be saved with better communication. That's how bad we communicate. And to make it even worse is when we think the message went through. You know, uh, how many times you get a message from somebody and instead of you answering the question, you ask another question to make sure that you understood the question to start with. Because we don't practice communication. We don't challenge ourselves. We don't write down. We don't study the process of communication. We don't put the energy to improve communication. And then the problems happen. Mm -hmm. So focus on communication above all, because that will sponsor everything else in your practice. Very well said, very well said. So if I'm listening, Christian, and I wanna learn more about DSD, where do I go? What do I do? What what do you recommend? Digitalsmiledesign.com and or you search DSD residency one and uh, we have it in US twice a year in Miami and other places of the world as well. But if you go to digitalsmiledesign.com, you have all the information and all the locations. Awesome. I'm going to highly encourage you guys to check it out. If you're not taking notes, don't worry. We're taking notes for you. So you can flip up to the notes and Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you're consuming this podcast, just flip up to the notes. You're going to see a link to everything that Christian mentioned. And I'm just going to encourage you to check it out. It'll take you right there uh, and make sure you uh, start the journey. So Christian, as always, love our conversations. Thanks for being on, brother. Thank you, my friend. Super cool always. And uh, uh, it's a privilege to have you uh, moderating these debates and picking my brain because always smart questions. So I feel smarter when I'm beside you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm the beneficiary. I'm a CE <laughs> junkie. I love this stuff. I could do this for hours. <laughs> so it's great <laughs> stuff. So stick around. Always say goodbye to everybody else. But thank you guys for listening to the Best Practices Show podcast. Hey, If you enjoyed today, which I know you did, just do us a favor, hit the share button, share this with your friends. Keep sending us suggestions for topics that you want to hear, not only in general, but also what you want to hear from Christian, because I will line it up and I'll ask him the question. I already have a bunch uh, that we're going to do on future episodes. So keep sending those to us. And until you guys hear from us next time, or you see us next time, keep watching or keep listening to the best practice show. You guys enjoy your day. So there you have it. Another great episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hey, and thank you for showing up. I just want to thank you for being here and sharing the good word with your friends. And if you're really enjoying the podcast, could you do me a favor? Could you go to wherever you consume the podcast and just give us a four or five star review? Here's what that does. It allows us to find other great people like you. I love this profession so much. I'm going to spend the rest of my professional life finding great information so that you can consume it and your friends can consume it so that you can create a better practice and a better life. So keep spreading the word and we will see you guys soon. Have a great day, everybody.